Warriors, bold, brave, and beautiful. Thank you so much for joining us at Women to Warriors podcast. We at Women to Warriors are all about energizing, encouraging, equipping, and empowering you, woman warrior, for your eternal purpose. And today you've joined us on Faithful Friday, where at 7 a.m. we give you seven minutes of encouragement and prayer, and sometimes a little longer. So you can join us every Friday so you can be filled with faith. Thanks so much for checking us out. Good morning. It is Faithful Friday. Thank you so much for joining me. It's July the 9th, 2021. Wow, this time is flying. Can't believe it's already July. And as you see, I'm in my camper and it's a little bitty thing. It's about 18 feet. Adore it. Um, my husband and I share it and our two dogs. And uh, so we're on a trip and we're locally on a trip spending time with, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, maybe five different couples here at the campground. And we get to do this once a year trip that we started last year. And so it's our second year and it's so powerful. They've been coming for a while, but we've all come in together. So super fun. And I suggest it because then you are in community, 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 community. So important, so important because then you're banding together. That is your tribe. People that you can spend life with that are like-minded, that want to spend time with you, that don't make you chase after them. Um, that you want to basically gravitate to, that you know are going to lift you up and encourage you, be there for you. Oh, it's powerful, right? So <clears throat> when you glamp with them or camp with them, one of our couples uh, calls it camping for them, um, and the other one definitely does because they're in a tent. Uh, and when I'm a camper, I'm telling them this is glamping. This is like better lifestyle, okay? So I'm very appreciative of that because I don't want to be in a tent. But, um, so, um, but just chatting about um, the different things here. Um, I want to solve my trade. I don't want to solve my bed. That's so dumb. Oh, which is why I have a community and just being together and be with people and, and sharing. And we had a campfire the other night and just, I don't know, it's just powerful. So these are like tribes, you know what I mean? Everywhere you go, just having those like-minded people that are going to encourage you, build you up. And, um, and that's what we do with each other. We encourage each other in so many different ways. And, um, it's kind of cool when you can get together again and hang out with people and, and spend time. So anyway, today's Faithful Friday. And I like Faithful Friday a lot because this is where we we can also challenge ourselves to restore our faith. You're not supposed to just show up on Sundays to um, get dumped into about God and Jesus, right? Every day we should be asking and receiving what God has for us. So today God has for us, um, we're going to talk about overcoming some fear. And this verse from 1 Peter, so you want to grab your Bibles, because Faithful Friday, we are definitely grabbing our Bibles. We need to be in the Word, ladies, all the time. Um, and this is my little Bible. This is one I take to church with me. And then I use um, an iPad, which has a um, Bible on it. And um, I have a big Bible at home that I use for my studies at home. So um, various various ones that I can use. Um, and and um, I don't want you to be scared of it. Your, your Word, the Word of God is your sword. And we're going to talk about all that. So thank you so much for joining us on Faithful Friday. All right, so we're going to go, like I said, from 1 Peter 4. Uh, 4, 12 is where we're at. And I'm going to read this from... Dun, 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 dun. So what we do is we take some verses and or whatever it is God's laying on my heart. And this is what he is today. And just kind of just sharing some things with you that's on my heart and how I want to share. Um, and how this spoke to me. And maybe it's going to speak to you. I don't know. But no matter what, uh, you can have something that maybe you can use as a nugget in the future. Or pass it on for somebody else. So this is, um, as I said, First Peter 4 is the chapter. And we're on verse 12. So you should have time now if you've looked it up. Beloved. Oh, I love that. That's what he's saying. God, beloved. And of course, this is talking about suffering as a Christian. Suffering as a believer. Being a believer and overcoming fears and things like that. So 
these are um the the scripture is written for different people in different times right and so we like to apply ourselves in that okay um and so uh that doesn't mean it's necessarily um applying at our situation at that time but this is something you can also use maybe in your future but this is how um something that i went through and i wanted to share with you um and that's what's gonna help during you on too because we can keep fighting fiercely and sharing these stories is what helps encourage us so beloved uh, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you as though something strange were happening to you but rejoice in so far as you share Christ's sufferings, that you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. So this reminded me of overcoming fear and how fear is a liar. And I'm going to read you those verses later because um, there's a song by Zach Williams and, it, and it's powerful, the words. And I just want to encourage you in any way that you can. I was encouraging our tribe last night. We met our tribe last night and just encouraging them any way they can. If you don't understand scripture, start with listening to worship music, praise music. Find something to saturate yourself in um, how you can get closer to God in the Word. And of course, prayer is number one. Just having that conversation with Him. So overcoming fear. There's a lot of fear going around rampantly, right? We've been, a lot of people have had more fear amped up for the past, I think, what, year and a half now. And so I want to chat with you about a book that I'm doing with my women. It's called The Christian Warrior Woman uh, by Lisa Hawkins. And, um, I, and I found this book and a lot of things that we do with women warriors, <laughs> everything we do is through your spirit, heart, mind, and body. And so we meet as tribes and we do different studies. We just got over revelation, not got over. We went through revelation, powerful. And don't be scared of that. It's amazing. 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 And, um, and now we're doing a book study. So we just vary up what we're doing. Right. So this one is, um, on overcoming fear. And this is chapter four. You can't be a warrior woman unless you fought in some battles. Your sword shouldn't be shiny and new. It should look worn and used. You may have not have won, won all the battles, but you got up again. When you have been in a war, you gain experiences on how to advance against your enemy. You learn about your weaknesses and your strengths. So that just reminds me of like my, 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 my sword should not be shiny, right? And your sword is so many different things, right? Like it's your battle. Was this for me? The sword for sure is my Bible, right? And so it, it, it should look worn out. It should look like I've used it, right? Um, and then it says, fear is a powerful enemy upon all people, upon all races, upon all genders, male, female, you know, and nations. Women have been fearful because of their lack of equal value and contributions to the world. Women are frozen in fear from maybe speaking or sharing and, and feeding, you know, just feeling secure in themselves. From the time they were children, women learned their value wasn't as um, wasn't as important as as male as boy values were, and so this maybe enabled us to not fight and stand on our own. And then being then guess what we feed into fear. The word fear comes from the Greek word phobos, meaning that which provokes a person to escape or run away. Ah, yes. And that's an acronym for fear. You can either face everything and rise, or you can forget everything and run. Mm. Another Greek word um, is dahlia, which means cowardice, shyness, and shame. Fear is no respecter of family or person. We all have fears and or are raised with fears. We're conditioned early to fear. Babies have no fear. Children have few fears. But as parents, we instill in our children what they should fear because of 
safety uh, many times from our own experiences. A Christian warrior woman is not a coward because a coward is a person who's afraid to act, take a stand, and or represent what they know is the right thing to do. How many times do you hear a woman described as brave or fearless? Even a brave woman is afraid, but she doesn't let her fears keep her frozen or hinder her from moving forward. 2 Timothy 1.7 For God has not given us a spirit of fear. Romans 8.15 states, For you did not receive the spirit of bondage. Because fear is a stronghold. It's bondage. It's you trapped within this prison. And guess what? When it entraps you, you can't receive any blessings. Because you've got fright. You've got worry. You've got anxiety. You've got hesitation. You've got procrastination. You're, you're unfruitful. Fear hinders your success in relationships. It hinders your success in work, ministry, family, you're, you're even your future. Fear makes people cowards when they are faced with challenging circumstances that need action, decision, and taking a stand. Mm -mm -mm. Powerful warriors, right? So we cannot let fear control us. There's only one person to fear, and that's God. And he wants you to have a fear of a reverence fear. It's not like, oh, I'm scared of him, like he's the boogeyman. No. But you do have a reverence and such a high respect for him that you don't want to disobey him. Like, that is way better than your earthly father or your earthly mother. Like, he is the most incredible, best friend, confidant, healer, counselor. I mean, he's just everything if you want him to live in you and with you. It's incredible. I have no other best friend but him. He is everything to me. So when you have that and you work on that relationship and you keep seeking him, he's going to chase you, but he's not going to chase you long because he wants you to have that relationship with him too. Just like you have a relationship with anybody else, you can't just dump, 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 dump in somebody and then they never, you never get anything back because eventually you're going to get tired and da, da, da. So you need to have an equal relationship, right? We pour into each other. Well, this is the what I say with the fear. So when you fear people, guess what it leads to? It leads to not trusting God, leads to you lacking of faith, leads to control, being ashamed, jealous, envy, maybe murder, covetousness, stealing, robbing, maybe lies. Oh, we got to release ourselves from fear warriors. So I want to share a story with you um, that I would had to also share with my ladies and how powerful it is to get your words down. So I really believe in journaling. I uh, keep a gratitude journal daily and a regular journal. I've been doing this since sixth grade. So I have all these journals and my husband and I are downsizing and that's one thing I don't want to get rid of are my journals. And he's like, babe, you don't have to get rid of them. We'll just buy you a special tote. You can keep them all because my goal is, and you can hold me accountable to this, I'd love to write a book one day and just share so much of my story because it's really powerful. Um, and I just believe from what I've journeyed through, maybe it can help somebody else. Even if it helps one person, that's powerful. And that's the same for all of you. So never underestimate what, what God has given you and what the power and, and what he's put inside of you. And whatever you want to do, whatever you want to aim yourself towards, aim, go, 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 go. But have him walking beside you and helping you. Because let's our verse, Jeremiah twenty eleven. the Lord walks with her like a mighty warrior. So we need our warrior next to us as we are also warriors. So in November 8th of 2018, this is my husband now I'm married to. I've gone through lots of waves of emotions um, being married my second time, but most of it was I didn't clean up the baggage from my first marriage. And then in my first marriage, I didn't clean up the, my baggage of my 
my life before I got married. So of course all that vomits into the next. And so I've been married nine years. Yay. I've known Doug since like 20, like early twenties. We were best friends for, um, like six years, um, consistently. I think that, yeah. And then we ended up parting ways because, you know, we were in different ways and then, you know, cell phones back then, whatever. We're like bag phones, silly, but anyway, pagers. And so, um, and then we just found each other again, uh, like, I don't know, 10 or 11 years ago. I don't know the calculations not doing right now, maybe 10. And then we married um, within a year or not a year later. And he's my best friend. He was my great best friend then. We never dated, just had, just were really close. So getting married to him, that doesn't just mean he's going to be my best friend all these years later, right? Like however many it's been. Um, that just means that we have all this baggage we each carried and we're bringing into a relationship and we're trying to make these things work, right? We're trying to cohabitate, um, with each other, you know, and, and share everything from, um, I call it a, our, our, um, expectations, um, our, um, our perspectives. I mean, there's so many things that you've got to bring or assumption. There's so many things we're bringing into and dumping into each other. So we had a lot of, um, a lot of fights, a lot of fights. He suffered from anger. Um, and I always have nicknamed him the incredible Hawk, but now he's just, just so you know, giving him a great credit to this. He is healed. He's so healed from this. And so this is powerful because I believe that he was who God had planned for me to be with and, um, and fought for that really prayed for him daily as well as myself. I had to have transformation with myself. So that had to start with me first before Doug could change in who he was. But this is 2018 where we went through some crazy trauma, but I'm going to read some of this to you because this is when I was really having fear. So I'm going to skip into some of this, but I was out of town. Looks like with him. And, um, and I was, I went to an old gym, um, and, uh, and I had seen the owner of it and we were friends. And so that, um, I bought some t-shirts for my friends to come back home with actually they're here glamping. It's kind of interesting, but anyway, I was talking about this from here. So Tuesday night I was Sometimes in the words, I can't read that word. I was sharing, sharing with my, with Doug about my day after I asked him about his day, his work day. So we had gone to um, a place to, and he went to work, and then I went to this um, gym through my day and went and got gifts for people from it. So, And um, we had asked about that, and I told him about that I went to the gym, and he was upset. His insecurities came out, and he all of a sudden this rage started, and it was a freaky moment. And we're, and we're sitting in a parking lot and he just lets loose. And, um, and, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, he's like lashing at me and whatever. And so I'm just like, I just stop responding. I just freeze. This isn't my first rodeo. This wasn't my first time that we had any kind of anger moment. So the Hulk comes out. Literally, it's just like the show. Like when, when you see a movie, everything, his eye color changes, my husband's eye color changes. Like, I've seen him shred his shirt before in anger, you know, just so he doesn't hurt me physically. I mean, it's nuts. But anyway, he's, he's now a new man, and I'm so proud of him for that. But this is just back then, right? So he let loose. I stopped responding and just prayed. And for a while, I prayed. And he was just ranting. And then I was done, and I thought I was done praying. But I knew something just wasn't right. I knew that um, something just did not, it was so unsettled in his soul. And then he told me to get out of the car. And I was like, what? And then all of a sudden after he said, get out of the car, I froze again. I didn't even look at him. I'm just in this moment because I'm fearing, right? He gets out of the car. 
I mean, talk about that. And he's having this rage, and he says, get out of the car. And then all of a sudden, think of this moment, like, and then he gets out of the car. And I see him walking in front of the car. I mean, I'm scared, y'all. He proceeds to get out of the car and come around to my side. I said, please, I mean, I'm, I'm in my, I want to lock the door, but um, I'm just like, I'm trusting in God in this moment because I just prayed. If I didn't have that faith to move forward, I'm not believing and activating that, right? So he came around and his um, and, and he opened the door and all of a sudden he said, hold me. Wow. And then he poured into me and said, I'm not good enough. He, about talking about himself. He said, someone out there is better for you. I'm not good enough for you. I have so many issues. And he was so remorseful. And my guy has had to go through a lot of things in his life. And so anger was one of them. And now he's healed from that. And through that, I knew God answered my prayer. I mean, right then in this really instant, we have a microwave to heat things up, right? That's the instant. This wasn't a long, this was a long baked process with my marriage about forgiveness and working through fears and all these things. But seeing him come on the other side of that rainbow is powerful, powerful, because this isn't him anymore. Then right after that, we, you know, tears came, flooded tears between both of us. My prayers were heard and so quickly. And then his car battery went dead. So then I'm like, oh my gosh, this could really send him, tick him off. If you are any person of anger or you know what anger is, there's just, even the littlest thing can set, set ignite you. So then um, he laughed about it and somehow we had gotten our moods back. It said, um, it, it, we just got our moods back and we just, and I just said, hey, do you mind if I just pray about the situation? And he allowed me to and like literally praying, I prayed and then instantly, as soon as I was done praying, like, like I go, amen, and he's like, amen, somebody showed up and said, hey, do you need some help? Jumped our car, and we were out of there. Hello, that is God. He wants to protect us. He is our father. He's better than any earthly father. My daddy's not here anymore, so he can't protect me anymore, take care of me anymore. But my earthly father has, has never been able to do what my godly father, my, my spiritual father has done, right? And this is power in that. So both times the prayer was instant, powerful. Not all my prayers are instant, believe you me. But this was cool because then I got to witness to my husband and say, hey baby, this is what just happened. You just won't believe it. And we got to witness it, the, obviously the second time, because that person showed up after I just got done praying with him. Praying with your husband is huge. If your husband isn't the spiritual leader, I understand it. Mine never were. I have two. I've had two husbands and the second husband never were. I've always had to spiritually lead. Now my husband is spiritually leading me. How powerful is that? It was prayer after prayer after prayer. God, please change me. Change my husband. Help him to lead me. You know, and, and so that's where I'm at now. Hello, that's powerful. That is faith and powerful. All right, so these are like journals I have. I brought several with me. These are the different ones. So I'm just encouraging you, journal. It's so powerful to go back and witness. This is my witness. And this is why I want to write this book because I've got so many great things I can share and hopefully help somebody um, in, in, in her life. Just encourage her. That's what we're about, Women to Warriors. Encouraging and equipping you, empowering you and energizing you for your eternal purpose, which was with Jesus Christ. Our life is to be led for him. So I want to read you these lyrics from Fear is a Liar. And um, it's pretty much like our prayer today. Okay, so I'm going to do a short prayer because, um, not necessarily short, who knows, but I'm just saying that this is our prayer. All right, we want to remind you of that. So this is Zach Williams. Fear is a liar. 
when he told you you're not good enough, when he told you you're not right, when he told you you're not strong enough to put up a good fight, when he told you you're not worthy, when he told you you're not loved, when he told you you're not beautiful, that you'll never be enough. Fear, he is a liar. He will take your breath, stop you in your steps. Fear, he is a liar. Excuse me. He will rob your rest, steal your happiness, cast your fear in the fire, cause fear, he is a liar. When he told you, you were troubled, you'll forever be alone. When he told you, you should run away, you'll never find a home. When he told you, you are dirty and you should be ashamed. When he told you, you could be the one that grace could never change. Fear, he is a liar. He will take your breath, stop you in your steps. Fear, he is a liar. He will rob your rest, steal your happiness, cast your fear in the fire. Because fear, he is a liar. Let your fire fall and cast out all my fears. Let your fire fall. Your love is all I feel. Fear, he is a liar. He will take your breath, stop you in your steps. Fear, he is a liar. He will rob your rest, steal your happiness, cast your fear in the fire, because fear, he is a liar. Mm -mm -mm. Let's pray. Oh, Father God, thank you so much for bringing us this and how to overcome fear and how to face everything and rise. God, help us to pick up our sword, Lord, and it not to be shiny and new, that it's so weathered and so worn and has so many nicks in it because we have fought these battles with you, God. These battles are ongoing and we get it, God. And sometimes we get a break. Sometimes we get a breather. It's like training my girls yesterday. Sometimes I give them a little break. Sometimes I say, keep on going. You don't need a break. And you go just keep on fighting through. So God, I just challenge and pray that my women here, the women to warriors, our women, God, these women that you've created, these precious, most incredible, bold, brave, and beautiful warrior daughters, that they will fight, God, this battle. They will pick up their swords and they will nick them up because they are going to be fighting fiercely in these battles, Lord. And fear is one of them, God. Help them to face everything and, not, and rise and help them not to run, to forget everything and run. God, fear has gripped us so powerfully over this past year and a half and perhaps all of our lives. 2018, I'm writing about and talking about. That has nothing to do with this past year and a half. Fear has gripped me. You have healed me from that, God. Thank you for that. But it wasn't without my relationship without you. I could not walk any day without you, Lord. I had to say, in 2017, God, you have changed my life. You're going to change my life. Keep changing my life. I had to give my life back to you and give a reborn again spirit. Have a reborn again of my mind of my heart, of my mind, of my, excuse me, of my body and my heart and my spirit. You had to just change me, God. Help transform our women to do the same. That fear is no more. It's a lie. It's a complete lie from the enemy, the pit of hell. God, that these things that would just come in and fire into us, God, that we're afraid of, 
God, forgive us, Lord, for those fears because what is the opposite of, of fear? Faith. We should be having faith in you, Father God. So help us to have that, Lord. Help us to seek you in your word by seeking you every day, no matter what media it is, God, as far as um, our Bible is the most important, Lord, even if it's just reading from the book of Proverbs or reading a couple of verses like we did, like First Peter, and then all of a sudden we're, we're just dissecting it. What does this verse mean and how does it apply in my life? Help us to do that, God. It's faithful Friday, God. Thank you for filling us with this faith, God. Helping us, giving a new fierceness and a fire in our bellies, God. That we're going to keep fighting on, God. And through fear is no more. Because we're living every day with faith. We love you, Father God. You're most precious to us. Help us to seek your face every day. The only way we can do that is right here. Relationship to relationship with you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. In your mighty name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us on Faithful Friday. I hope that you're filled with faith. Mug Monday, I'm excited for that. Come join us. Sorry that some of our days have been um, dotted. Like it's been like Mug Monday was Thursday this week. Um, as I'm traveling and of course as internet works and doesn't work, that's how this works. So powerful. And at this place, like last year, none of this worked. I had to go to McDonald's to film everything. So powerful that it's actually working now. And it's not thanks to any internet here. It's thanks to my carrier, AT&T. So they get little props for that because they have reached this tiny little spot where I'm in <laughs> and letting us be able to share with all of you. So praise to that moment, but really it's God because he controls it all. So love y'all. Stay fierce and I will see you. Have a blessed, most blessed weekend. <laughs>